Welcome back, everyone, to the BNT podcast. We've had some exciting games, game sevens. And let's talk about it. Special guest Kobe Cohen. Hi, everyone. It's an it's an honor to be here today. Thank you guys very much for having me. Of course. Uh, let's get into it, Gavi. Uh, oh, I'm your host, Ozzy, and Gavi. Forgot to introduce me, but it's all good. I, I forget. I, I, let, I let you introduce yourself. All right, fine. Thank you. Thank you. All right. What are we talking about first, Ozzy? Um, let's talk about the Suns game first. The Suns game. All right. First, before we talk about the specific game, what, what do you think total of the series, Suns-Mavs? Um, I thought it was a surprising series. I did not think it would go seven games. I forgot what I said. Was it the first podcast? I, I think in the first, po- first podcast, we both said that we had Phoenix. And yeah. Teller, Teller said that he had the Mavs. So, yeah. Jake, congratulations. You were right. Uh, I was shocked, especially how badly the Suns played. Like in the last game, horrible. That was that was yeah. atrocious. Yeah, it, it was it was really bad. Devin Booker had eleven points. Chris Paul had ten. Like all their starters, other than them, scored below. Like they scored in single digits. Yeah, it was just a complete like atrocious game. But but the thing that the thing that's happening now is everybody's saying that they had a horrible season. That Chris Paul like stinks. All these like memes on Instagram that are like really funny, but everyone's saying now that the Suns were horrible. They're letting this playoff loss, like this horrible playoff loss, define their whole season, which was actually amazing. They broke the franchise record for wins, and they, they had a great season. But then, unfortunately, they just had one of those stinker games. Yeah. In in the game that mattered the most. So, yeah, do you I think the the Suns are gonna win a championship? A champ? Uh, you mean next year? Or not ever. next year. I mean, think about You're it. Chris, in this Chris, Chris yeah. Paul, Devin Booker era, Chris Paul is getting older. Yeah, Chris Paul is getting. I think that like this may be like one of his last chances. I think. Yeah, I think he's. I, I, think I so agree. Too. I think. I think this was. Yeah. This, this was Chris Paul's best opportunity ever. Yeah. Other than other than the Rocket the Rockets series, here, yeah. this was Chris Paul's best opportunity to ever get a ring, and unfortunately they uh, they had to go up against right. Luca. Yeah, who had an absolutely yeah. insane series, insane, insane playoffs. Yeah. And he's showing that he's like a top five player, I think, in the league. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. Like yeah. here, here are a few few stats that I saw that blew me away. The Mavs are four and zero this playoffs when someone other than Luca scores twenty five points. So one, that's just that I don't know. I found that stat absurd because it just proves that whenever their other players play well. They win. Like the whole team basically revolves around Luca. Yeah. So obviously Luca has to play super well to win. So this that just proves that it says when his when other players score more than twenty five they win. But the, what it doesn't show is all those other games where they don't score over twenty five. Someone else other than Luca they usually lost. Because the, the the Mavs play a very heliocentric game. It's all the whole their whole team revolves around Luca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can control the ball all every second of the game, uh, controlling the offensive side. Uh, I, I'm, I was shocked when they won. I remember watching that game in my hotel over Pesach break, the, the, yeah. where Brun, Jalen Brunson went like insane, what, uh-huh. like 41? Yeah. I was so like, crazy. I was so shocked they won that game, because I legitimately think that the Mavs could, I thought they couldn't do anything without Luka, but I think these playoffs are showing that the Mavs have a, like, 
They have obviously Luca, and then they have a lot, the the best role players, some of the you best think role so? players in the league. Yeah, I think so. Uh, all right, it's a bold take. What do you I, don't, I don't know that a lot of people think that it's only Luca and nobody else. But like no. this this season, Jalen Brunson played very well this season. He had six, scored sixteen points per game, five assists. He had four rebounds. Like. He he had a great season, Brunson. He he might have even I think he placed like top ten and for most improved, which was rightfully deserving. Yeah. Since he had a very improved season, a great season alongside Luca, proving that I don't know if you can call him a secondary star. I think they need someone. I think they re- need like a real secondary player there. But he can definitely be, he can definitely he can be a starting point guard on a championship. Because I mean, yeah. like most most teams who were, who were still in, like you know, like the Boston has Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, the Bucks. I mean, had Giannis, they what if had Middleton? I mean, like most Holiday. teams, most teams have at least two guys who are stars, and like, the, yeah. and like, like you know, Brunson's good. Hardaway's not bad, but like, they, they don't have anyone who's like, like, close to like a, being a real star besides for Luca, which just shows how impressive Luca Doncic is. Yeah. What, what do you guys think of this? I saw some like Bleacher Report article saying like top five trades that we want to see happen in the offseason and it was like but not like small trades like it was like big players who like or people are speculating might be yeah. traded and a lot of people want to see Rudy Gobert get traded to the Mavs to give because Luka needs like I they, need a, they need a defensive anchor on that team yeah. which Rudy Gobert one of the greatest defending defensive players of all time he can catch lobs from Luka and he wouldn't have to score like he does now like he, he wouldn't have to really be a scorer he could just he could fit his role to fit like the role perfectly what they need a defensive lob catching threat and he would just be their defensive anchor I think that'd be amazing for the Mavs um I don't really see it happening but I think that would be amazing uh, I don't think he'd be as good as you think because I think Rudy Gobert is a terrible offensive player I like, agree. He's like, not a good offensive player. Like really bad. But, so but, but they don't need a great offensive player. They were one yeah. of the better offenses in the league. Because you have to give what, up to get what, him. What they're really struggling in, not struggling in, but what their their weaker side is on the other end of the ball on defense. So to get a defensive anchor like that, one of the best defensive centers of all time on their team, I don't know. I think I think it, they could really benefit from it. and They could make a real push. Yeah. And here, I'll, I'll give another crazy Luca stat. Luca in elimination games, thirty nine nine and nine. 46, 7, and 14. 33, 11, and 8. 35, 10, and 4. Oh His 38.3 points per game is the highest in NBA oh, Game 7 history. I did see that. Yeah, I saw that stat. Yeah, that's that's crazy. He's, he's insane. He's one of the best playoff players I've ever seen in my life. And what, he's like 20, 23? He's 20, 20, 21. He's not 21. No, I think he's, he's 21. I think... No way. LeBron's yeah. first chip, he was like 27, 26. No, Luka winning that. It's crazy. Do you guys think Luca could win at this? No, no, yeah. we'll save that for the we'll save that for the yeah. for the next for the next part when we talk about the Mavs when we talk about the next series. But yeah. I don't know the next series. I'll talk about the Celtics. Gavi, I know you're a big fan of the Celtics. Yeah, congrats, Gavi. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I predicted this uh, in episode one that they would beat the Bucks, and you guys disagreed I, with me. Yeah, I thought I thought the Bucks would have won. I was I knew they'd go to seven games, uh, but I was shocked. I, I was shocked that they won. I, 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 I couldn't believe they actually shut down Giannis. I didn't watch the game, but I trust you, Gavi, that they did lock down Giannis. Giannis, game. he had a great series. I think I saw some stat that he was the first player of all time to have 200 points, 100 rebounds, and 50 assists in one series. Oh so he, he had an amazing series. But in the last game, in the second half of that last game, they, they clamped him up. Like He had like nine points. He missed four wide-open layups, I saw. 
I said like four wide open layups. He just missed them because they were pressuring him so much before. And then, uh, you know, Grant Williams also just decided to go insane. Ties the all-time record That's for crazy. Game 7 three-pointers. He basically just turned into Larry Bird for a bit. How many did he hit? He had mm-hmm. seven or eight. He had 27 I think, points. So. I think it was eight threes. Eight threes for Grant Williams is ties. Who had the ties. record before? Who had before? Curry? No, he, he tied it. I don't know who it was. Oh. It was for, yeah, probably Curry. For game seven threes. But um, number one, I just want to say again, I predicted this. <laughs> I never uh, I never doubted in the Celtics. And then also shout out to my dad, our number one listener. Yeah, shout out to Mr. Aspler. Shout out to my dad, biggest Celtics fan on the planet. Um, other thing about the Celtics series that I really that I really enjoyed was Tatum became like a much better playmaker. I noticed, mm-hmm. like in the in the last few games, he kept on driving and cutting and like driving, passing it out, driving, passing it out. That's how Grant Williams got like four of his threes. Tatum drove in and kicked it out to the corner to Grant Williams. Yeah, Tatum's been yeah. much more of a willing passer. He's bought into the team way more, and he's just been a way better playmaker because yeah, of it. Yeah. Definitely showing out. And I we talked a little a little, a little earlier. Um, but do you guys think Jason Tatum is, is a top five player? I'm top five player. Uh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think so. I think Tatum and Luca are both showing that like, they're going to be like two of the main like faces in the next 10 yeah. years, 10 years of the NBA. A hundred percent. If you went to right chip now. right now. Yeah. Right now. He's, I think, I'd, I think, I think top five in no order would be Tatum, Luca. Giannis, Steph, and and who? What? I don't know. Where's Durant? Huh? Okay, you guys are. Probably, I don't have Durant in my top five. You don't have Durant after this playoffs. No, Durant is not in my top five. Oh my five god, anymore. you're crazy. No, I, I no, disagree with. That. I mean, because there's guys like you know, like who used to be like for sure top fives or top tens, like like AD, Harden, you know, and then now like Westbrook, and now they're all like yeah, they're aging. They're, they're, the, the they're all yeah, 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 yeah. No, Harden comeback season coming up. Uh, yeah, soon. I'm pretty sure this is going to be the end of Harden. No, Harden come Especially after that play, play, the playoff performance. This is a bit off topic, but what I, what I would love for Harden, I want Harden to get traded to some team where there's no other star. Like, send him to, like, the Kings or, like, or like I don't know. Send him to the Hornets where he can play with, like, a point guard like LaMelo Ball and let him just take 30 shots a game. We'll see old Harden again. No, I doubt that. He just has to be the number one player on his team. Yeah, he can't be that's a second not player. okay, and that explains why he has no rings, and he'll probably never get a ring, because he's he when he plays when he plays basketball he is he needs a ball in his hands on offense, and he's uh, he's always been an underwhelming defender. I I just don't think I don't see him winning a ring. I don't see him ever being who he was. Do you see Chris Paul winning a ring? No. Mm. no, me, ne- me neither. Because uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul are not top five players in the league, and I'll always say that you need a top five player in the league to win a championship. Yeah, but they have three t- like top something players. Who's three? Aiden? Aiden's a top something player, like top 25. Yeah, maybe like a top 10 center. Like, uh, okay. top, like, like But that's that's not good enough. That's not good enough. A, 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 borderline, superstar, a, a borderline star, all-star, is not enough. Yeah. Uh, oh, borderline all star and two all stars is not enough to win you a because, like I mean, you guys you will take you like on their back, like yeah. Like I watched 
Like, like um, the Raptors 2019, like Kawhi. You needed Kawhi. You needed 2019 Kawhi. Yeah. You needed a team to put, put everyone else on their back and just carry. All right, that's fair. Uh, I just have another couple of crazy stats that I saw. I saved a bunch of them because they were nuts. First of all, this this was points at halftime in Game 7 of Mad Suns. Luka, 27. The Suns, 27. That's crazy. How nuts is that? that he literally game. had the same amount of points as the other team at halftime. Lucas is nuts. Yeah, I, nuts. I, I, I think this. I think this season. How old is Chris Paul now? He's like 38? thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see them. I mean, Chris Paul. Mm. I still think he's a great player. It's he's, impressive. He's thirty-seven. He's still 37. An No, player. everyone talks yeah. about LeBron. No one talks about Chris yeah. Paul. His longevity. I don't see him winning a ring in his career. I think. I think. I think this year was probably his last chance, and and it's over. All right, fine. One more crazy stat before we get into our Torah from the one and only Rav Natano. Wow. Yeah. He hasn't recorded it yet, so I don't know what it's about, but <laughs> he, he told me he'd do it. And also, he's going to be a, he's gonna be a guest on guest, uh, yeah. the next pod or after that. I don't know yet. Yeah. But this just one crazy stat. So you know how the Suns have like their four best players, Mikel, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker. They all like specialize in like one thing, right? Yeah. Devin Booker scoring... Eaton rebounding or like blocking and like defending CP3 assists Mikhail defending Luca in this series he had more points than Booker more rebounds than Eaton more assists than Chris Paul and more steals than Mikhail there are four players that all specialize in one thing he just beat them all himself yeah because Luca is yeah Luca Luca magic Luca magic Luca magic really mm-hmm. alright perfect way to end off this segment we'll be back afterwards for our uh, predictions for the next round, the conference finals. All right, so uh, now we're going to do a quick preview of Celtics versus Heat, the Eastern Conference Finals matchup. So first of all, what do you guys? Uh, what are your guys' predictions? Um, well, I would say like for the Eastern Conference right now, yeah. um, I think it's going to be a good one. I think I uh, I mean, I feel like Tatum is going to show out, but my gut's telling me the Heat. The Heat. I don't know. Why. I feel uh, like the Heat in. Uh huh. In how many games? I would go. I would say Heat in seven. Heat in seven. Heat That's in seven. Crazy. I would not have expected. You're, you're, you're going Boston. Be, yeah. I think it's Boston in six, but I hope not. I, I like the Heat a lot. I love. I mean, Jimmy Butler, and I hope the Heat win, but I I don't see. I it. mean, the Heat has played well in the first two series. I feel like. Yeah, but they're 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 in, they're in the championship like what two years ago now. Yeah, the bubble. The bubble. I know. Bubble doesn't. Count. I don't know. I'm saying like, if you see the players, you might think Celtics. But like, my guy's telling me the Heat. So yeah, like, no, I, I, the, I, think, I think the Heat will have been uh, the most underrated team. Like, like this, don't forget, yeah, Butler, season. Bam, Tyler Hero, yeah, Kyle Lowry, beauty from Toronto. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a yeah. They Big have a good from team. <laughs> they got a great team. I just don't oh, see them. I don't. I don't think they have a good enough score against the Celtics defense and I don't see them I mean they have a great defense but I don't see them stopping Jalen Brown and, mm. and uh, Jason yeah so I, I feel like the Heat have like are more like maybe a bit more deep but like the Boston for sure is more star power yeah, with, yeah. with Brown and Tatum and, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, Celtics in seven but I, I think it relies upon whether Robert Williams can play or not because if he can't play, I don't think they can. Uh, I don't know if they'll make it or not. Because the Heat's defense is so good, and Robert Williams would just be another player for them to have to guard. Yeah. If Robert Williams isn't there, Bam Adebayo can 
can help out on defense way more, and he'll be able to he'll be able to help a lot more on Tatum and Brown, which uh, uh, they already have a great defense with Bam on them even more. It would be way harder for them to score. So I, I think if Rob Williams plays, the Celtics take it. And if not, I, I have the Heat. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm it's my That's unbiased. Be a doozy. Yeah. My biased opinion is Celtics. Celtics in four. And four. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We're we're unbiased. I mean, here. I think whichever combination of the four teams end up in the finals, it'll be a good one. I feel like, but yeah, I just don't know who's gonna. Do so that. so I think Rob Williams is the key player of the series. Who do you guys think will be like? Who who's like the key player to the series of the either team winning? I mean, who's the key I, player? Not to be obvious, but Butler and Tatum. I don't know. Like, Butler and Tatum. Yeah. No, no, so you're saying like X Factor, right? Kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. X Factor. I mean, X Factor. I just think that the stars have to show up. But I mean, like, like on the Heat, like you guys, you you have like Kyle Lowry, PJ Tucker, guys who can make a difference if they step up. But like, who knows? Like, like Lowry, like from watching him along Toronto, he could either have a crazy game or he just got gets cold very fast sometimes, and he just, yeah, all depends on. Yeah, I, I feel like Kyle was a big. X factor there. Um, my X factor. It's tough. I mean, obviously, I would say Jimmy Butler or and Jason Tatum because you yeah, need star right. players yeah, when yeah. in the NBA. But yeah, I can stars, see yeah. like I don't know more defensive like like Bam, Robert Williams. Yeah. I agree. That's don't forget call. Al Horford on Boston. Maybe yeah, Al Horford, big big, big defensive. Yeah. Maybe maybe Grant Williams continues his uh, shooting streak. Eh, maybe, but I doubt it. <laughs> Hopefully, um, I don't know. I think if if the I just don't see the Celtics who beat the Bucks beating Miami. I don't see that. I think the Bucks are a way better team than Miami. Yeah, but yeah, but they're missing their second best player. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it matters. When you have yeah. the best player in the world, I don't think it matters. I mean, I, I'm. I, let me take that back. I think it does matter, but not to the degree that you think. All right, fine. So now, mm-hmm. who, who do you think is gonna gonna step up? One of the more, one of the less known players, not less known, but one of the the not star players on their team. Who do you think is gonna step up this series and has, have a great series? I mean. Isn't that similar to like the X Factor kind of? Or? X Factor is more who's gonna win the who's gonna games. make them the, who's gonna make the difference for them who's like the most important player or like the player that's gonna make the impact. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is who's gonna who's just gonna be a player that is just gonna have an un, like an underrated player not either an underrated player now or someone who's like you know, who's not as flashy or not doesn't put up as many stats that's gonna have a great series. How about Duncan Robinson? No one's talking about him. Yeah, he could shoot. I could talk about him last. Keep, we talked about him last episode. No. I yeah. feel like he could be streaky, someone like like if it's streaky at times, but like he could shoot the ball and I, I, I like see that. that. Yeah, see that shoot. Uh, I like that, but I, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Derek White because uh, I think the Heat defense gonna be very focused on Brown and Tatum, that they're gonna sag off of Derek White a bit, and I think if Derek White can just hit his free th- threes, he'll have a great series. Yeah. Uh, fine. All right. So that's uh, that's our preview of Celtics Heat. Now I guess we'll do a preview of the Western Conference Finals, Mavs Warriors. What do you guys got? Um, I got Warriors in like five. Warriors in I, five. I can't. I After what Luca just did, I know, I think but I don't see it. I don't see it being close. Yeah. I don't like the Warriors are too dominant. They are too mm. good. They have some of the best players in the league. They have yeah. Steph Curry. I can't really see. I. I don't see the the Mavs winning. Mm. I would say maybe in six, but for sure Warriors. I feel like Steph, 
And like, and I guess like Kuwait's not the same exactly who he was before, but he's still like, like going to make his shots. Still and a good then, player. And Draymond, on on like passing everything, rebounds, defense, he's always there. Jordan Poole, he's been showing up. Yeah. yeah. Andrew Wiggins, they have a whole. Yeah. They got their. They have their death lineup. They, they're yeah. great, but you know I'm gonna go with the the controversial pick. No way, no way. I'm, I'm gonna go Mavs in seven. Oh my god! Uh, I think I think the league is now turning more towards young guys, and like we just said, Luca's a top five player as a young player. Uh, I think this is gonna be Luca's Luca's defining moment that really pushes him into that top one, top two, top three player in the league. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think he's gonna make it to the finals and. Uh, I don't know what happens then, but I think I I think this is gonna be like a like a Joe Burrow moment. Like yeah. he's a young player, he makes it to the finals. I think that's what sports is becoming. Younger players are gonna be winning a lot more. I like that. I, I, see, like I that. see the Mavs. Uh, I see the Mavs beating the Warriors in seven here. I do think that the team that comes out of the West, I think they'll beat whichever team comes out of the East. I feel like I feel like if like whoever comes out of the West, like because like I think like Curry's gonna win the championship. Like right now, I think he is. And if Luca somehow beats the Warriors, I think that he has what it takes to win the championship. So I think whichever team comes out of the West. I think they're going to win, yeah. Yeah, That's I hear I that. Think. Ozzy already knows who I think is winning. Yeah, uh, big Celtics the Heat? fan here. Mm-hmm. No, the Celtics. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are I'm winning it all. They are, I'm telling you. All right, we'll do the same thing. Um, key matchups, key X Factor. Wait, before we go to that, I want to I wanna ask you guys a question. If the Warriors win, what does this say about Curry's legacy? Top five player? Oh, no, not top. For sure, top ten player of all time. No question. I 100 agree. I honestly, I think Curry, he's the best point guard ever, and I think he's top twelve players ever. And I think if he wins Curry, a ring, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. if he wins MVP, definitely mm. top five. I don't disagree That's with you. This was guys. actually uh, one of the questions for the Q and A at the end, oh, which Ozzy oh. stole, but it's all good. We'll, we'll we'll follow it up. We'll we'll get another one in yeah. to replace it. Um, if I think if Curry wins this ring. He right now I have him as my number two point guard of all time behind Magic Johnson, but I think if he wins this ring, there you can definitely have him at number one. I don't know; it's different for everybody, but I think he can definitely be he can definitely be the number I one mean, point guard of all time if he wins this. It's ring. hard to compare because, like you know, like they have very different games. Like yeah. they're the like like they're for sure the two best point guards of all time, but they're just like Curry's the best shooter. Magic was more about playmaking; like he didn't score as much, but he yeah. was. Yeah, amazing. I think I, I, yeah, I'm not talking skill wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking yeah. like, like legacy, all time, yeah, yeah, all time, yeah. yeah, yeah like it's also the same yeah. thing with like the so LeBron Jordan that, debate. Yeah. LeBron is no, definitely the Jordan's be- bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I think LeBron like you look at him this guy's massive. He's like I don't think you can oh, compare If they played a 1v1 LeBron would win but yeah but yeah, all time like if you put MJ's them in a 1v1 yeah, yeah, yeah. he's winning but, but MJ, all time, MJ's MJ just right. had that mentality yeah. he had that drive that yeah. like I think skill wise I I would take LeBron but wow look at LeBron he's 6 foot 8 200 You should watch some more MJ highlights. I've yeah, seen MJ seriously. highlights. MJ is the best player in the world ever of all time. And I, I agree. I have this MJ is as my goat. A discussion for another day. Fine, we'll, we'll do <laughs> a goat pod. I have MJ as my goat also. Okay. I'm just saying, as a like, you strict, just said something so controversial. I stri- hope this gets quoted. Strictly later a pl- strictly a pl- like player's skill wise, I think LeBron is better. But like Jordan <laughs> had that crazy. mentality, and he just he was he was more of a winner. That's why I have him as my goat. But I don't know. Uh, there's a video that I saw from Jimmy High Roller. It talks about Shout exactly out to Jimmy this. Hyrule. I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you. It okay. talks. It talks about this. Um, all right. Now X Factor of this series. Hmm. I'm. Uh, I mean, for Dallas, I would say. 
Maybe like Hardaway. I don't know. I like think it's basically kind of, every role player. Every, ro- yeah. every role Brunson player. Does their job. I, I agree. Role yeah. players. If every role player does their job on the Mavs, yeah. they win. Like Re- Re- Reggie Boxing three. Spencer Dinwiddie on the Mavs. Spencer yeah, Dinwiddie. That's, yeah, that's yeah, if, they, if they all do their job, if they do their yeah. job, how they're supposed to, they they, they have, they'll they'll be fine. I mean, I don't think they're gonna do yeah. much, but they'll they'll give a. Ch- if if they don't show up, it's over. It's over. I have two X factors. One of them is like normal, and then the other one is kind of weird. The first one I have uh, Jordan Poole as my oh, okay. X factor. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the Mavs will win, but I still I think if Jordan Poole shows up and played uh, like he, and that, plays yeah. like he played in the last like month or two of the season, yeah, averaging like twenty five points, like five threes. I think if we get that Jordan Poole, then uh, then the Warriors will win. I, I saw some funny meme that said like the Jordan Poole cycle, and then it was like has a horrible game, gets called out on, on like TV, has an insane like goat game, and then he just starts doubting himself again. Like there's just a cycle of like he has a crazy game that he like gets like a bit too flustered. over his head, flustered, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And then my other X factor is just the Mavs defense. If the Mavs come to play on defense mm-hmm. and they can guard on the perimeter against all the three point shooting of the Warriors, I can I think the Mavs will win it. Okay, about that. I don't think it's possible to defend that because when you have to focus so much on a player like Steph Curry, you basically mm-hmm. have to spy him the entire game because you can't give him an inch or yeah. he'll hit a three-point shot. And you, then can't, you can't possibly guard him. everyone else. Like it's oh, like I can't. That's why. That's why I don't think. That's why I always think the Warriors are are going to be an amazing team as long as Curry's in the league. Because when you have to pay attention to a player to that degree, especially on an, on an arc. It's so hard to, to to focus on everyone else. You saw that when they were winning all their rings um, a few years ago. That teams have to pay so much attention to Curry. They just they you can't pay attention to Durant. You can't you can't pay attention to every player. It's just not possible. Yeah, I, I mean I agree. Um, it's definitely gonna be hard. But I think if the Mavs could do it somehow, if Jason Kidd schemes up some crazy defense to be able to to maybe they play a two like a a three two zone. I don't know what they're gonna play. But if they are able to guard them, then I definitely have Dallas winning. But what you were just saying about Curry and like as long as he's in the league, he'll uh, the Warriors will be good. Yeah. So here's a question I have: Curry's. Well, I think he's 34 now. Do you think Curry will be a player who regresses sooner than later, or you think he'll be able? He'll have like a longer career because he plays more on the outside and he's he's more of a shooter. Yeah. So you don't really lose out with age. What do you think? I will say. It depends if he adapts his game. I think if he keeps his game the way he plays now, I think he will drop off because the unsung praise about Curry is his off-ball playing. I he agree. is probably the best he, off-ball player. He's in his the best ball off-ball player star like I've him. ever seen. Like for a star like him, it's impressive. Yeah, like yeah, it's, guys like, yeah. You you watch this guy; he's always running off the ball. Always, open, always, he's always moving. Like when that's I, why when, him and KD work because like because yeah. they play off-ball. That's why. Like when I watched the Celtics game with my dad, like you just see Jason Tatum standing in the corner. This playoffs, he's been a lot better at that. He's been moving yeah. a lot off the ball. I noticed, but like most of the time, he just stands alone waiting for to get the ball. And yeah. I'm always like to my dad, if he just moved like Curry off the ball, he'd be so much better. Yeah. Off ball movement is so key, and it's also so it's, underrated. And it's so untalked about, exactly. Yeah, um, but another thing, I think Curry will have to change something else about him. He's also an insane ball handler, and I don't think he gets enough credit for that. His mm-hmm. ball handling skills are insane, and I just think as you get older, he's going to become slower, and yeah. may- maybe he'll have to like re- he'll he'll have to switch to another role of spot up shooter, yeah, that's or exactly off ball more, more way more of an off ball presence mm-hmm. than a spot up shooter. But even at, just as a spot up shooter, he would be 
the best yeah, five I mean, year. I think he still has like five years at least. Like good. I mean, like yeah. I agree. I don't see him dropping like, off just, anytime he's soon. He's too good. He just he's like like being this good like for this long. Like you don't you don't just drop off that fast. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Superstar. I agree. Um. All right. So we have one more thing to talk about, but you know, Bolantora. We uh, there hasn't been enough Torah this episode. We'll, yeah, that's We'll true. throw another Torah in now, and then we have a crazy Torah coming afterwards from Kobe Cohen. And then, uh, so you know, pressure. maybe maybe we'll do something crazy and get a fourth one in afterwards. Wow. So I think this is going to be Rapaltiel. I might be wrong. We'll thank whoever it is afterwards. <laughs> I'm, apologies. A uh, quick note, Editor Gavi here. Um, we weren't able to secure Rapaltiel as he's a very pricey individual. And, uh, you know, we don't have the budget for him now. But one episode very clo- very soon. Hopefully, we'll be able to get the funding or a sponsor to get Rapalti on the podcast. So instead, we, instead we got uh, we got Rapalti's post Mario that he made especially for this podcast, as he's a big fan. Thank you. So we know in Dayenu, in Dayenu, the famous Dayenu, it says, "If a Baruch Hu had brought us to Harsina and not given us the Torah, Dayenu." And everybody asks the question, really, that would have been enough? What does that mean? So they explain about that. It says in the Torah that right before they got the Torah, it says, Vayisu mirfidim, midbar sinai, midbar, all this in plural. And then it says, Vayichan sham neged ahar. In, in singular, Vayichan sham. Why Vayichan sham? They were like one. They had achdus. So even if we were brought to Harsina, we had that achdus and we didn't get the Torah, Dayenu just have that achdus. So I was thinking that, why is it that Lev Baomer comes before Lag Baomer? Lag Baomer is like a new Matan Torah, but not a Matan Torah in Nigle, rather a Matan Torah in this Torah of Nistar. It's the secrets of Torah. So also, just like, in the very same way that we needed the Achdus before we could receive the Torah to Nigla, so too we need the Achdus before we receive the Torah to Nistar. So Leib Baomer is a day of Achdus. It's a day of Achdus. So this Achdus should lead to us revealing the secrets of Torah and bringing those secrets of Torah into our lives. Thank you so much, Rapaltiel, for your wonderful words of wisdom. If it's Rapaltiel, hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. Thank <laughs> you, Rapaltiel, so much. Rapaltiel. It was inspirational. Quick shout out, shout out to Rapaltiel. We learn Masilis Sharm every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rapaltiel, he, he's a goat. He's seriously. Yeah, also the dating and marriage legend. Rapaltiel is a goat. Change, change my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Ozzy, take it. Um, all right, next topic. Uh, we're going to talk about... Out of all the players in the playoffs right now, that are, who that needs are left? A, that are left, obviously. Who needs a ring the most for their legacy, for mm-hmm. whatever it is? Who, who needs I it mean, the most, or who who's like the most impacted by it? Both, both. Who needs it? Who I feel like the obvious answer would be Curry, because like I mean, because like like another like the other stars like Luca and like Tatum, like they're still young. So like if they win a ring now. So they could be like you know top five players in the league for next year for sure, but they still have a lot of time to prove themselves if they don't win this year. 
Um, and like I guess like you know like Jimmy Butler, that's also big for him because he doesn't have yeah. any rings yet. Does he? he doesn't. No, no he's he's not yeah. that's what I, I was that's gonna big, say. Yeah. I think Jimmy Jimmy Jim Butler, Butler. That that this ring means the most for him, especially. Mm-hmm. He's been around the league. He's been in the league for a while. He's been an established mm-hmm. star. I think if this the, he wins a ring, he's he's bolstering his legacy. But yeah, but I mean, I, I guess like and we said before, like if Curry wins it, he's top ten player for sure. Like that's that's huge, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, Reed Butler. So so yeah. I I agree with you guys. I think who needs it the most. Mm-hmm. Is Curry or Butler? Yeah. But then I think the like who's impacted most yeah, by the ring guys, the is the two guys. younger yeah. guys, Luca or Tatum. Okay. Because I think if they win a ring, it'll yeah. be like Giannis last season. Like he's like they're like they go up another level on onto like the upper echelon of yeah. NBA players, Luca or Tatum. And but it's yeah. like once you win your first ring, it's it you kind of just move from there. It's just to get to that first ring is a lot harder. I'm, so I think if, if Tatum or Luca get their first ring this season. It brings him to another tier. Yeah, but the thing is, first of all, Giannis had two MVPs before he got his ring. Like, you're, it's not like I don't think that that ring took Giannis that high. I know, but these guys are younger than Giannis was but when he won his MVPs. About the Curry thing, about the Curry thing, I don't think this ring will mean as much as you guys think because I think Curry. I can totally see in like 10 years once he's retired, people will say his rings are, I think, less valuable because he's always had amazing teams around him. And yeah, he's, o- he's always been the anchor for the teams, mm-hmm. no but he's always had amazing teams around him. I don't think, and this this year's no different than that. He's, he's amazing. Was he but, when, but, but this year he went finals. Yes, I think so. But yeah. this year he went finals MVP. And he has none so far. I feel like if he gets one of those, that's... That's mean. true. Okay, so if... 2015. Sure. A ring yeah. will not mean as much. A ring... Uh, a finals MVP. MVP that good. will mean a lot for yeah. Curry. That will mean a lot. I just want to put this out there. This is probably not happening. But I just want to put it out there just in case it does. I get all the credit that I deserve. Jordan Poole, finals MVP. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, totally. No, no, just, just like, yeah. Fine, we'll leave it at a that. A long shot, a long shot. Well, let, let's see if this comes true. Okay, if it comes true. It's at 31.50 in the podcast. If it comes true, this is going everywhere. Make sure sure you put that on the top. I'll I'll write it down. Don't worry. Um, But then also Butler, I think it's super important for because Butler has no rings. He he doesn't. He has all stars like all all NBA, all defense. Like not a lot. He doesn't have that many accolades. Curry's like guaranteed 100 percent Hall of Famer. Like like top whatever player of all time, whatever wherever you want to put him. But Butler, I think a ring would really uh, would really really help his legacy for Curry and Butler. It's like an end of like. I'm not end, but like closer to end career thing yeah. to to like to like cement their spot. Like for Butler as a Hall of Famer, for Curry a top ten player of all time, and then for Luca and Tatum, it's more like if they win a championship, then they're a top five player in the NBA, and they're both like in their young twenties for next year. Yeah. That's that, that's huge. So yeah, mm-hmm. just different ways. Yeah. So I think we all agreed on this. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, you want to share your tour, Kobe? Uh. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. You got it. You got okay. it. If not, we can always cut it out. So just yeah, okay. give, give, us a, I don't mess give us up. a one second pause in case. All right, hey. Okay, thank you, everyone. Okay, so this week's Parsha in Israel, of course, because it's different in America. In Israel, it's Parsha's Pukutai. So in this week's Parsha, there are curses that um, from um, that Hashem gives to Bnei Israel. And when we when we read the curses in in Shul in the Torah and Laning, so it's a custom to say quietly. Um, um, but some rabbi, I forgot which rabbi. Okay. Said um, 
said um, that um, he prefers to not do this because because the curses we say quietly because for us it's like hard to hear because it's like you know like like the curses like you know like it's it's tough for us to hear but he says that sometimes you need to hear things that are hard to hear even if it's hard to hear because it's because it's important to hear that so to add to this point um like um hashem tells uh, Israel when giving the, the torah to them he says if you follow all my commandments you know you'll be good and if not you'll have like mis you'll, you'll have like uh, miserable lives right um so it's kind of weird how like the first like interaction from Hashem to Ben Israel is him is 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 Hashem giving them a threat, right? Like isn't that kind of odd? Like 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 shouldn't Hashem be you know like a bit like you know like more like caring like you know like to start off? So so to answer this is that when the Jews left Egypt, they were going from being slaves who had no responsibilities, and now that they're free people, they have the ability to, to make their own choices. And their choices now have consequences. So by Hashem giving them this choice, he's like, you could either follow me and be good or not and be bad. Um, he's not giving them a threat. He's, he's demonstrating their ability that they now are free people and can now make their own choices and their choices have consequences. And this is similar to us, like in Yeshiva, you know, like right now, like we're in Yeshiva, like, you know, like we basically don't have any like thing that we're like, I'm responsible for other than show up to Shear. You know, learn some Torah, you know, like, yeah. like, you know, like, best life, you know, like, what could be better than this? Like, we're in Geula, basically, like, we're in Israel. Um, so, um, so, um, but then, you know, soon enough, we'll be going to school, you know, you know, we'll, we'll, God willing, have families of our own, have a job. So we have more responsibilities and more decisions that have consequences. So these things in life, it's hard to hear this. It's, it's, it's hard to think about the fact that we soon have these consequences like, you know, are these choices that will have consequences, like, um, for our lives. So that's why, like, we say quietly, like, you know, like, the curses are said quietly because, you know, it's hard for us to hear this stuff, you know. But it, but at the same time, we have to say it out loud so that we can hear it and we understand that this is an important transition in life. So even though it's hard to hear, we still need to hear it because sometimes uh, sometimes you just need to hear what's hard to hear. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, wait. That, that, yeah. word, that word tour is in the end of Megillah. The, oh, at least part of it. Uh, uh. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. Um, speaking of transitions. And big shout out to Rav Simi Sherman for being the best and for, giving, and for giving me that Dvar Torah last, last Thursday night. Just a quick thing about Rav Simi. Last he Tuesday. gave yeah. the best Sicha. Uh, it's sicha true. Rav Simi yeah, has the most goaded Sicha ever. It's on the Levator YouTube. Yeah, you should check it out. Go it watch that. Insane. It was literally crazy. To, Go watch to that. change your life forever. We would not be that upset if you turned off this podcast right now and went on the Leva Torah. Uh, or just wait like five more Maybe minutes. Maybe I'll do it right now. Yeah, we might do it. Okay, podcast uh, over.